Are you ready? Welcome to Radio Grognard, King Size, the OSR podcast with more stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks, old man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It is a nice day. All right, I'm going to talk about adventure planning and a few things like that. I'll talk about that after this. All right, now I I have ways that I like to create adventures and scenarios or hell, even campaigns. And I've taken a lot of advice off YouTube and other people. And so I wanted to pass some stuff along from you. First of all, adventures, scenarios. How do you do it? Well, first thing is you have to determine a premise. And I've talked about premises before as an ongoing premise thing for your game, but I'm talking right now about a premise of an adventure. You've got a conflict, needs to be resolved, maybe a big conflict. So you have to, you have to be able to, uh, you know, figure out, figure that out. Um, let's take a kidnapping, for example, prominent person's family member gets kidnapped. Say it's the mayor's daughter. And you got to figure out what the heck is going on. So what you do to me is start at the end. Figure out, first of all, you, the end, remember, everything here is like loosey-goosey because the players have to have their input. I wouldn't have it any other way. So you have to figure out all things being equal and... Whoever's doing this, their plan comes to fruition. How does it end? And then you, you figure that out. The end is the people either, they, it's, a, it's a cult, it sacrifices her, or if it's not a cult, it's a, a thieves guild or whatever that are ransoming her for money. They get the money, he gets the daughter back, maybe. And so that's pretty much their end game. Basically, you're figuring out end games. Then you look at that end game and go, okay, what's the, from the, the player's point of view, from the hero's point of view, what's the best way this could turn out? What's the worst way they can turn out? Well, the worst way they can turn out is, as I described, the bad guys getting their way and everything falls to crap. The best way would be to stop the bad guys, rescue the daughter and return her back to the mayor. That's the best that's the best scenario right there. Now, sit down and figure out what the steps the bad guys are going to take to come to their best their best end, their best things like that. And this is if nobody interferes, if it goes to plan, this is going to happen. Of course, it's not going to go to plan if you have any kind of heroic characters in the game. But now you have a direction. Every game needs a direction. You do not have to, do not plan out a complete scenario. This isn't a novel. So you have to plan out and leave room for the players. Okay? So you plan out with them in mind. The, the bad guys in mind. You know 
as a GM, things are going to get messed up on the on the bad guy side and the good guy side. So there, you have to take it from that perspective. The bad guy, it's you always got to take it from the bad guy's perspective. Even though you want the heroes to win, if you're like you know the GM's taking a step back and being like a disinterested third party, which they should be anyway. It's just this is what the bad guys do. They should take on a life of their own. You hope. Because they're the ones that are doing it. So you sit down. Okay, first of all, we kidnap her. Second of all, we give ransom demands. Third, we make a, we make a, some, some arrangements to meet to get, you know, get the money or whatever. And then four, they get the kid back. We get the money back. We, ta- we take off. We hightail it out of there. So that's pretty much the four-part plan. Then you run the game, okay? You got all your NPCs set up. You got all the locations set up, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And every encounter is open-ended. So hopefully from step one to step two, or step two to step three, okay, first of all, they're going to kidnap the kid. Step one happens. It will happen, more, more or less, okay? And that's one of the only things in the game that the GM says, this is going to happen. Because everything else is up to what the player what the player characters do. But you have to have some place to start, to kickstart it. So, okay, from one to two, the ransom demands, maybe somebody tailed them after they, after they kidnapped the kid. And either it was one of the heroes or some stoolie, some guy who happened to see it and go to them and say, hey, this happened. Or maybe they question people who are around and they figure out that, well, okay, then they get a good idea of who it is and possibly get the kid back. Maybe maybe they're going to make a um, an effort to get the kid back before this. Or it could be right after the demands too. So... Okay, say they've got their number. Okay, fine. Step two to three can go ahead. The ransom demands, but they know who it is. So between, after the ransom demands, the players decide, oh, okay, we just got to find out where they're holed up. And through investigation, research, or dumb luck, they figure out where these guys are and they decide to raid the place. Well, okay, they can try and raid the place, but maybe the bad guys had some, maybe they've uh, taken some precautions in that effect. Maybe they're keeping an eye on the heroes for some reason. Maybe figure, okay, maybe they got, they've got gotten their informants informed them, oh, this guy, the mayor hired these people to find them, to, to resolve this issue. Okay, we'll have somebody tail them and see what they're doing. And then they are planning the raid. The raid gets back to them. They make their, the bad guys make their precautions. And what I would advise against is having the bad guys do too much of that. The reason being, there's always these stories. But, you know, it could work out in the story too. But usually on the whole, I don't have the bad guys you know, like detail them and all this other stuff. But I've seen so many stories about, oh man, every time we try something, they're like one step ahead. How do they know? 
Because you see, you can actually use this as a plot device. You get they got <laughs> there's a mole. There's a mole in the hero side. So they've got to figure out how they're getting their information and from whom. And so it may become a little uh, like internal affairs thing. Or they could have somebody who said, hey, I saw this guy. He was supposed to be watching these guys, but he was over here talking to these other guys that you don't know about. These other shady characters. So, okay, then it's basically a chess game at this point, back and forth, back and forth. So they still got the kid. And also, if you're going to, you know, if you really want to ramp this up, put a time limit on it. Either we get our money by X o'clock on this day, or we kill a kid. Or something like selling to white slavery, whatever. So there's there's a time limit right there. You got to find them in like a 24 hours or 48 hours or something like that. So this is how this is how this should go. And I've seen people make like Excel charts and stuff of okay, this is the bad guy's plan. What they do is. They put the name of the bad guy, you know, the bad guy organization, whatever. And this is what they're going to do. Boom, 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 boom. And this is how it's going to go if it if it goes correctly. And then below that, we'll see what the hero what the heroes have done to mess up the plan. And if it's anything significant, they have to rethink their plan. And so you put that up here. Always note, you know, under each one, if you're going to go what the heroes are doing to alter their plan. Uh, it's it's almost like a good heist movie. Okay, if this happens, we do this. If this happens, we do that. And this is this is also assuming that the bad guys are any kind of competent. If they're really incompetent, they may not even get to step two. So that you got to keep that in mind. And this is also great for like a murder mystery. Who killed the guy? Well, we'll find out. What was that supposed to happen? Why did he get killed? You figure that out. And then that will give you some kind of motive and maybe even point you to a perpetrator, a perp, that will help the situation. So this is what a regular adventure has got going for it. I mean, this is the kind of thing that you got to think about when you're planning these things out. And it's always... This is how you, this is, this would be my prep. This would be my prep because, like I said, it's not a novel or a screenplay or anything like that. It's your game. And you've got to leave a door open for the players to affect what's going on. And that way you also have kind of a living world. If they can affect something, the bad guys can affect something too. Well, they already did. They kidnapped the girl. But I think you get the, my guess of what I'm saying here. That would be, as a GM, my outline for the adventure. And the way, you know, the way, if you do it like this, you can make it a one-shot, you can make it a two-parter, you can you can make this, you know, however many sessions long you want because you've got steps. And going in, knowing those steps are going to get messed up and you may have to improvise is all the better. Because, like I said, you got to keep it loose. You never know what the players are going to come up with. Which, as you know, as far as I'm concerned, is the fun part. I don't mind getting getting them messed up. 
but it's the way that the players mess it up that is absolutely fascinating to me. I, I just have, I, I can't help it. I love it. Mess me up. Go ahead. See how I compensate. We're going to go back and forth on this. Oh, boy. And, you know, like I said, you could do this as however many sessions you want. This is great for like, you could do this all in one shot. You could do this for a convention game. Because all it is is one, two, three, four, however many steps there is. Now, I still like to go back to the Dream Park How to Write an Adventure, where you have a hook, you have a combat revelation, combat revelation, combat revelation, climax, ending. That may seem a little rigid, but combined with the thing I just told you about the bad guy's plans, that is very, very flexible as far as I'm concerned. I think everybody should try that out. But there you go. There's, there's, there's a way to do an adventure that's not going to... I mean, I, anything that like taxes my brain too much, I don't want to do. Because I'm trying to run a good game here and I want to be able to lay it out on the table behind my screen and understand it. There are times when I've written some stuff where I'm flipping back and forth going, okay, how did I do this? How do, okay, this is what's happening. And, you know, like I said, I just like to write it out. Here's, here's the bad guy's plans. Here's the structure. Here's the NPCs, locations. And, you know, draw out the location and go. That's the way it really should be. That's the way I like to do it. And I hope that can help you guys. I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognard.gmail.com or drop a voicemail right here on Spotify for podcasters. <laughs> That's a mouthful, you know. Uh, we are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. And I would thank you. For single donations, go to my Kofi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard, or my PayPal tip jar, paypal.me slash oldmangrognard. Let me thank these people who do give to me monthly, or regularly. Yes, monthly. Gilbert Suarez, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Benjamin Brodell, John Allen Large, and Aaron. Thank you very much. For other good podcasts, there's Dan Gregg's The Young Y-U-N-G Young Grognard Podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps podcast, Daniel Norton's Bandits Keep podcast, Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest podcast, Big John Allen Larges, The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Kinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye bye You got questions? You got comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Tune in next time when Radio Grognard King Size is on the air. <laughs>